Hey guys, and welcome to the Double D Movie Night Podcast. I'm your host, Danny, and this handsome devil next to me is... Dominic. We have come today to talk about the lesser-known and underappreciated horror films floating around the universe. Some will be good, and some will be trash, but let's face it, they all can't be winners. We are doing Carnival of Souls from 1962, directed by Herc Harvey. Um, I thought that for fun, I would throw in a little bit of movie history or some fun little stories um, from the making of all the movies that we review. So let's get into that first. Um, while driving back from Los Angeles, Harvey spotted a shadowy ruin of a building on the outskirts of Salt Lake City, um, pulling over. He discovered it was the Salt Air Pavilion. Salt Air? Salt Air. Salt Air. That sounds better. Sure. Salt Air? Sure. <laughs> um, it was an abandoned ballroom. They had like this really creepy, but like majestic sort of grandeur. So Harvey calls his friend, uh, John Clifford, and he asked him to write the this feature um, based around the pavilion. Um. But he told him that the last scene had to be a whole bunch of ghouls dancing in that particular ballroom. Um, and this is what he told the L.A. Times in 1990. Um, so Clifford did it and he completed the script in three weeks, which mm. is uh, pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the film crew was assembled of just about five people. So it would have been um, Harvey, uh, the cinematographer, Maurice Prather, the editor, Dan Palmquist, um, the assistant director, Reza Biddy, Betty, Betty, I, I can't pronounce his last name. Fight me. I don't know. Um, And the production manager, uh, Larry Sneegus. He managed to generate a budget for this movie of about $33,000. And he went to like local businessmen um, in Kansas to find this money, Um, which whatever. I I mean, when you walk up to someone and be like, I wrote this in three weeks, I had this written in three weeks and we don't know what's going to (laughs) be yet. So give us your money. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The lead role, who is Candace Hillegas. Um, she plays Mary. She turned down a role in Psychomania, um, which was released in 1963, um, to star in Carnival of Souls. Um, she later recalled that she was paid $2,000 for doing the film, and it seemed like a lot of money to her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean, I guess back then. I mean, back okay, back then, money, sure. I mean, I mean, I... Currently, if you gave me $2,000, I'd be like, yeah, I'll be in your questionable movie. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> so Harvey himself played the main ghoul. Um, and to be honest, his face, every every so often, that face pops into my head when I'm sleeping. Um, <laughs> like, not nightmare time, but just like, that's the ghoul. I see him in my dreams still. It still haunts me, but I still love him, so it doesn't matter. Um, after they finished the film, 
Um, Harvey had left to shoot a series in South America. Um, while he was gone, I mean, Carnival of Souls did pretty good. It didn't do great in the U.S., um, but it did do better in Europe. Um, like, Europeans seem to get the film because it's kind of artsy. It's kind of different. Mm -hmm. um, Americans just didn't really get a grasp on it, so they were kind of like, the fuck am I looking at? Um, but when Harvey returned, he was mailed his check and it bounced. And that's where everything went to shit, really. Um, the main guy from uh, Hertz Lion um, skipped town and took all the earnings with him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so shitty. Yeah, that's pretty douchey. Yeah. Um, in 1964, though... Hertz Lions shut down, but they inadvertently set the wheels in motion that helped Carnival of Souls become like an underground cult classic movie. Um, and the film's broadcast rights were like just pumped out to a whole shit ton of TV stations across America. And so it got reran and it was put on, you know. Elvira and Svengoolie and all of these late night shows. Um, and it became a cult classic, um, especially among diehard horror fans. Um, we all know this movie. We all love this movie. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's been said though, that this movie has been like the inspiration between Romero's Night of the Living Dead which I can plainly see. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I can see it. But the way it's shot, all mm. of those up-close angles, mm. the makeup even, very, very similar. And they, uh, it's also said that David Lynch's Mystery Man in The Lost Highway was also inspired by this. So those are some fun facts and interesting little tidbits that I thought, I don't know, you might find interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely some interesting things there. Yeah, I think so. So, moving on. Okay. So the synopsis for this movie. Mary Henry is enjoying the day by riding around in a car with two friends. When challenged to a drag, the woman accepts, but are forced off of a bridge. It appears that all are drowned until Mary, quite some time later, amazingly emerges from the river. After recovering, Mary accepts a job in a new town as a church organist, only to be dogged by a mysterious phantom figure that seems to reside in an old run-down pavilion. It is here that Mary must confront the personal demons of her spiritual... What, you don't know how to read? What is that word? Uh, I don't know. In something or other? It's a word I've never seen, okay? Can we pause that? I'm 100 years old. Don't start with me.
Yeah, well, it's an insane difference. Hey, this is editor uh, Danny. Um, we did not know this word. We had never seen it before. So we looked it up and he reread the sentence again. So <laughs> I'm sorry, we're dumb. <laughs> it is here that Mary must confront the personal demons of her spiritual indifference. Mary, let's start at the top. First of all, mm -hmm. um, the choice of actors and actresses in this, mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so well done. I mean, they had a pretty large budget for the movie, obviously, for the time period. But yeah. she's literally the most I don't give a fuck person. Yeah, she really was. Especially after this horrific crash and all this stuff that happens to her. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, she was great. The ghoul, um, which is played by Harvey, which is pretty cool. Um, he's creepy. Yeah. And you're still like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I loved him. I thought he was great. Literally, the whole cast was awesome. Yeah. You know, setting was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It was pretty, it was, it was very coherent for me. I don't know if, if, if it flowed well for you. Yeah. Cause I know some people that are just like, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> I don't get it. Which crushes my heart. I think that was pretty straightforward. Right. I thought it was a pretty coherent yeah. piece. I mean, my favorite parts being, you know, when she sort of, when, when the waves come over the screen and yeah. everything is. You know, she can't hear anything and no one can hear her and she's not there, but she's there. Right. Yeah. I think that was amazing. It made sense to me. I've had people be like, I don't understand why they can't hear her and she can't hear them. And it's just like, get it together, people. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I kind of thought it was pretty obvious, so I don't know. I know. And in the colorized version, you get the extra help because... When when that part happens, mm -hmm. the whole screen turns red. Everything is, has a red tint to it. So it's sort of like, okay, and this is the weird part. Instead of just in the black and white version, which I prefer. Mm -hmm. um, it's just black and white, wavy, and then it's completely silent. And all you can hear literally is her voice right. and her high heels. Click, 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 yeah. The whole movie. Click, click, were, click, click, click. They were moving faster than she was. <laughs> yeah. Her feet were tearing ass and she was on, um, you know, light jog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the setting, again, the Solterre. Mm -hmm. I am obsessed with that place. I have, I have no, I, I mean, I've never done any real research on it, yeah. but it's just such a cool building. And, you know, they had to convince... Um, the guy that had owned it at the time to turn the power on so they could shoot the scenes in there. Mm -hmm. So they're like, come on, buddy, do a <laughs> solid, man. But yeah, they, you know, they did a lot of things kind of crazy. Um, the bridge scene, which is mentioned in the synopsis, they were like, hey, can we use this bridge in the movie? And, you know, the, you know, people, community folk, community government people were like, hey, yeah, just if you, you know, do any damage, you have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, um, they did some damage when they drove through <laughs> the side of the bridge. Right. And um, cost them a whole $17 to repair it. Mm -hmm. 
Screaming deal. The good old days. <laughs> Screaming deal in my book, man. I mean, shit, I'll drive off a bridge if I only had to pay $17 to fix it. <laughs> but yeah, um, some of my favorite scenes in the movie. I don't want to give away too much, just in case there are people out there that haven't seen this. Yeah. Um, this isn't going to be like the Thanksgiving episode where I just fucking puke the whole movie out at you and, and warn you not to look. Right. Um, this is a movie I find very special and I hope other people find it as special as I do. So I think I'm going to talk about some of my favorite personal favorite scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, the ones I found a little funny. There's a lot. Okay. And then, and then you can tell me if you find any similar to what I'm saying, then you just... Me too, because yeah. I'm sure they don't want to hear the story twice. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you know, working and you play beautifully. The church is so lucky to have you. And she just like sort of looks at him and she's like, dude, I just I pay this to get played, man. I mean, I play this to get paid. My words are backwards. Yeah. It is also very late. Um, <laughs> But yeah, she's just like, dude, no, bro, not happening. Back the fuck up. Don't talk to me. Don't try to tell me how to live my life. She was just like, bye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm never coming back here ever again. So, fuck off. My first favorite... Hey, there's a bunch. I'm warning everybody. But my first favorite is when she's still at the organ factory. Mm -hmm. She's playing that massive, massive organ. Yeah. And the song is just so beautiful. It was just absolutely gorgeous and the guy's like sort of mansplaining to her mm -hmm. and he's being a real piece of shit about it he's like oh you know but not not as crudely as i say it <clears throat> another favorite part very similar to that scene is when she meets with the priest mm -hmm. and he's just like doing the same thing he's like hey you know everyone in the church just really wants to meet you and she's just like you know what no yeah. I really don't want to meet any of these people. She had, she had no interest in being part of like the community. Yeah, not at all. She had no fucking... She was just like, this is a job. You are not my friend. You are my boss. Fucking no, I don't want you here. <laughs> don't talk to me. Just let me do my job so I can go home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so amazing. I love those two scenes because she's just a tough ass and I enjoyed how she handled the situation and he's just like hey i brought coffee man <laughs> and two cups and she's like great and so they sit down and they have this cup of coffee the one i found funny is when uh john linden her neighbor mm -hmm. comes in like j just shows up in her apartment like a scummy skeezy gross dude you know she's like okay you know you gotta go blah 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 because she's very standoffish to all the men. Yeah. All the men in this movie. She's very mean to all of them. <laughs> Which I can get behind because I'm pretty mean myself. So I love her. But she's like, you know, let me just, let me wash up your cups for you. And you can, you know, she's being polite about it. But she's just like, get the fuck out. And he's like, oh, yeah. No, it's all right. Just wipe them out. I never wash my cups. You know, and she's just like. Oh, gross. Like, you could see it. She's like, mmm, tasty. And so when he's leaving, she's like, you know, thanks for the coffee. 
it was unsanitary but delicious it was just like yes girl yeah it was a good line it was good i loved it great line i wish i could find more reasons to use something like that but <laughs> most people i know wash their dishes yeah yeah <laughs> gross um and then of course the dancing scene mm-hmm. in the pavilion where he's where the main ghoul is dancing with that girl and mm-hmm. she starts freaking out yeah. um there's so many really good scenes in this fucking movie um do you have any that stick out to you i kind of like the scene where she was doing the shopping <laughs> yeah <laughs> not that it was a good scene but it was like an interesting scene where you know, like in the in the beginning, after they drive off the bridge, and you know, you know, they're they're looking for the car, and oh, yeah. you know, it had to have been a while since she's been down there, and then all of a sudden she climbs out, and they're all like, "Oh, someone survived!" Oh, <laughs> after twenty four hours of searching for this car, someone came out of the water. Right? Yeah, that's really like it's quite funny, but at the same time, you're like. Like when the dress shopping, yeah, the dress where the shopping. lady they were dressed like twins. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, she goes into the dressing room and then she comes out and that's when they, you know, couldn't see her and you know all that stuff. Yeah, she got a little wiggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Was she really down there that long? Like it sort of messes with your head. Oh my god! So be warned. Speaking of messing with your head, mm-hmm. be warned. The beginning of this movie, the voices are off by like a millisecond on purpose. It's not the movie. It's um, it's not poor quality. They did that on purpose to fuck with you. <clears throat> so, yes, thank you for reminding me of that <laughs> weird moment so that I remembered that weird moment. Right. But it only lasts like up until just after the car crash, and then it's and then it's back to normal, and everything's normal. Yeah purposeful to get your get to get you uncomfortable and to get you sort of like the fuck am i watching and why is it so messed up Mm -hmm. yeah i mean there's so many like the ending Mm -hmm. where the tracks just go to nowhere yeah it was just it's it's so great walking through the abandoned carnival it was just so good Mm -hmm. everything is beautiful it's shot beautifully the story is so interesting and it's kind of like a, a cool concept on, you know, death, dying, mm-hmm. and what happens after. Yeah. So good. So, 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 so very good. So, do you have anything to add? That would be it then. Um, Let's do our our monkey paws. What are we doing? What are you feeling? Uh, I think I actually really like the movie. I, I, you know, might give it my first five. You get a five? Yeah. Shit. That's fucked up because I give it a five too. Only because it is literally one of my favorite movies. And I see that man's face all the time in my dreams. (laughs) So that was that on that. And yeah, I think we're done here. I highly suggest you go see this movie. I mean, it's hard to find the colorized version. So if you're one of those people that's not into black and white, mm-hmm. just try it. I know a lot of people that aren't into black and white that that will watch this movie. I mean, because it is very interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give it a shot if you've never seen it. If you have seen it, watch it again. 
and then watch it again after that. Got to get the full effect. And look for all the fun stuff, mm -hmm. like the bridge they had to repair. And the coffee um, quote that's <laughs> so great. So, yeah, that's it. And we're out of here. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this week. Join us again next week for another movie review. Thanks for tuning in and listening to our ranting. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Double D Movie Night, all one word. Twitter at Movie underscore Double. Facebook, uh, Double Double D Movie Night Podcast. Or you can email us at Double D Movie Night at gmail.com. Send DMs or emails just to say hi or to request films. We will compile a list for future shows. And don't forget to review the podcast. Five stars are preferable, but really we don't actually care. Uh, we are noobs and we are learning. But if you give us a review, uh, can you make it a good one? Because we will read them on the next episode. Um, yeah. So that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.